Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. With the big, bold flavour of HP sauce, making breakfast legendary. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm with Alan Cochran and Emily Dean is back. Hurrah! This morning, you can text the show on eight twelve fifteen. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Late news coming in. Mm. Still alive, the Queen. <laughs> Brilliant news. That's that's put me up. Good, lovely. Well, morning. at this point, we often say, yes. mm-hmm. uh, "Morning, Jim. Morning, Peter. Morning, everyone. Morning, Richie." Um, which has become a bit of a thing that we do. And, of course, um, Richie Benner, who, who I play so accurately in mm. that thing, has, has died this week. Um, I'm sad about that. He's I am. was brilliant. Mm. We're saying morning with a U in it instead. Oh. I met him. Did you? Lovely. Very, uh... You have met them all. I've met most of them. Yep. Mm. Uh, Mussolini. I think that was one of my big <laughs> misses. He'd just gone as well. Yeah. Just left the room. What about when I met Salman Rushdie during the fatwa? <laughs> oh. Did you? During the yes. fatwa? What, what are you hiding in a cupboard? I can't go into it. No. <laughs> well, it's all right now, isn't it? I think he's... Oh, is it, it okay? Well, I think he's. I saw him at something the other week. I met him via Andrew Neil. Let's just leave it there. Okay. Um, I met him uh, via Boris Becker. <laughs> we stepped into a cupboard oh, at a yeah. restaurant <laughs> and Salmon was in there. Some cleaning products. He was in there playing patience at a small, badly lit table. Oh, I would horrible. love to have seen the product of that. Oh, dear, yes. So, uh, oh, I'm scratching now. Oh, just, Can I just get this done? I shouldn't be doing this because I had, uh, I had a, a gift arrive from uh, a guy called Patrick from Brighton. Uh-huh. I know Is what you? you're thinking. <laughs> uh, he sent me. A, he sent me. A, he sent me a body polisher. Oh, oh yeah. lovely! Lovely Have you girl. Used it. Doesn't speak a word of English, but oh. she's doing a great job. <laughs> she sounds great. Yeah. Uh, Thanks, no, Tarby. It's um, it's called a body. It's it's a it's a red cloth, and it oh, it's coarse. Is it? It's really rough. I do and, like an uh, exfoliate in towel after a shower. Yeah, well, I mean, this like is. Really uh, well, hang on. Are you meant to use this use yourself? It, use it in the towel. Oh. In the towel, in, in the, the shower. shower. Use it in the shower. And it really and gets... And it's, it's um, abrasive in the extreme. Brilliant. It's very good. I like it. So you get out of the shower feeling like about a millimetre smaller all over. You get out of it looking like the singing detective. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever it was that he had. What was the thing that he Psoriasis, had? Psoriasis, darling. Psoriasis, yes. <laughs> um, Psoriasis, darling. Well, I think was, also, also, I think, was one of the nights of the round table. <laughs> so... Um, Yes, so he sent me a lovely... An what, extremist a, one. And unlike fan... <laughs> unlike fan food, um, y- y- it's all right to use a fan washcloth. Yeah, FYI, everyone, you know, Frank has a policy he won't eat fan food. I think it's a general showbiz policy, mm. don't eat fan food, because they often inject it all with All right, mercury. sorry to sound like a civilian. <laughs> mercury, <laughs> that's, that's the standard thing. The cheapest way of poisoning your... You get a letter that says, I've, I love your work, I've watched you for years. Um... Written with one hand on the mercury hypodermic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yes, yeah, so, so I, I, I've in, I'm enjoying the uh, the body polisher. I was a bit worried there might be. I mean, my one doubt is there could be a camera in it, possibly. <laughs> Frank, you're so paranoid. <laughs> Who would go to the expense and trouble of setting that up for you? Patrick from Brighton. <laughs> Good point. He's I've got very niche taste. He's Patrick. got other fish to fry. I've looked him up. He's, he's, one, he's a leader in the field of fibre optics. 
<laughs> no, he isn't. And his PS is lovely. I know it feels a bit scratchy, but it soon softens up after a few uses. But you've used that line before. <laughs> but thank you for that, Patrick. I do use it, and the colour has come off a bit, but that could be blood. <laughs> Let's face it. This is a lovely welcome back. It is, um, yes. Frank, there's a little bit of housekeeping that we need to take care of. Okay. It's almost literal housekeeping. It's to do with the facilities at Absolute Radio. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, I've, I don't know what's happened. I seem to have hacked into someone's personal email chain here. Oh, between God. Daisy, the producer, and um, one of our representatives at Absolute. Hmm. And he says, uh, could you pass this message on to anyone coming into work tomorrow? The toilets will be out of order from approximately 7am till 3pm for essential works that I won't go into detail here, unless you really want to know. Yeah, I've spoken to Cafe Nero, <laughs> and they're happy for us to use their facilities. That's lovely, though. Mm. So that's what we're doing today? No. Oh, while you're in there, get me a big coin. <laughs> <laughs> Another big chocolate coin. Yeah. In fact, get drinks, but bring them back yep. using the big coin as a tray. <laughs> um... Oh, well, that's well Daisy, the producer, replied, Is this serious? <laughs> Thanks. Sent from my iPhone. No kiss, just sent from my iPhone. She's yeah, tough. We don't see that side to her. Oh, I, I've, I've seen it before. The velvet glove and all that. The iron fist. Just some of the videos I have in my collection. <laughs> <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. Um, we've actually heard from the outside world. You know, I Already? like to do a little scroll down and see any emails that have come in, like yesterday or. or I didn't know or, that. Oh, he that... does. He loves a Friday nighter. I'm glad I do, you yeah. Do. That's just a bit of gossip. Um, <laughs> back at the emails. Uh, hi there, Frank. Uh, this is uh, pertaining to bread. Uh, it's titled Bread. You remember last week you, you were talking about sliced bread that you'd had? Yes, I had, some, I had some bread that was so indented and. It's a shape, and uh, I, I, I tried to put a cheese slice on it, and there was so much overhang and overlap. It looked like modern art. Well, was it um, a sort of what I call a Kardashian slice? <laughs> you know where it goes in in the centre. Yeah, but it, it, it had that. But then it, had, it looked like it had been left on a Toblerone overnight. <laughs> mm. Oh, dreadful. it was, but not in a satisfying way. In a less than uh, yeah, it's sort of equally. You had to eat, eat around it. Hi there, Frank, Alan and Emily. Uh, I'm a long-time reader, first-time writer, but just wanted to add a small pearl of wisdom following last week's discussion about the needless holes in sliced bread. My dad used to be a baker and I worked in the bakery for many teenage years and holes in sliced bread are due to the bread being sliced when the bread is still warm, so are very much avoidable. Think about how many times you've cut a loaf at home and not had the holes in the loaf. None should be the answer. No praise, as I know Frank doesn't approve. Apologies to Emily, who will find this email dull due to her anti-carb lifestyle. <laughs> That's actually me, more like. She mm. dreams of finding a hole in the middle of the bread. <laughs> <laughs> That's the result. Um, and she then continues, Yes, we really did have a bakery in the town of Sandwich. Our surname is also Brilliant. Cook. My uni friends made a game up along similar lines whereby you had to think of linked names, profession and town, e.g. Lucy Tapp, whose dad's a plumber and lives in Bath. It's a short game. I wouldn't try it. Haley from London, previously Sandwich in Kent. Oh, I oh. love that game, except I might say Bath. Yes, mm. That, mm. that must be true. I once hosted, uh, you know, I do these sort of corporate-type entertainment oh, yes. jobs. I hosted the Cooling Awards, which is uh, like industrial fridges, and one of the guys that won an award was Mr Frost. 
<laughs> what are the chances? Brilliant. Hey, oh. that actually that's beyond comedy. It's actually made me a bit worried. <laughs> You know, sometimes you think there's a different level to the universe that we're not part of. <laughs> is Arthur C. Clarke still... He isn't. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> if you're an Arthur C. Clarke fan, I'm afraid he's no longer with us. Mm. Um, do you remember the uh, mysterious worlds of Arthur C. Clarke when he used to investigate phenomenon just like that? Oh, right. Oh, did he? When I say just like that, I don't mean just Come like that. Cooper. <laughs> no. So I, um, it was Easter, obviously, last week, so um, I, I did the bank holiday thing, and I had a few days out. Oh, did you? Proper English days out. Oh, Let's yeah. call them British. Did okay. you drive to the coast and then stick your feet out of the car? No, I didn't go to the coast. Oh. I, um, I went to, like, places of it. I went to Sudley Castle on um, Sunday. Do you know Sudley? Is it definitely pronounced Sudley? <laughs> I think so. Okay. Sudley. Su- I don't know. Sudley. <laughs> Do you remember that was at Kylie and Jason's wedding? Yeah. Angry Anderson. How can I forget? Angry Anderson. Yeah. Okay. Um, How would you spell <coughs> Sudley? I'd spell it S U D E L Y. Okay. Anyway, yeah. you were at You were at Sudley Castle. Yeah, I thought you might have heard of it because, if I'm not mistaken, Liz Hurley got married there. Wow. Yes, that sounds very up my straws, eh? Yes, indeed. Not in uh, that dress. No, not in that (laughs) dress. Don't think that for a second. No. I think she might have been in that wedding dress. Well, it was was because because we don't know it doesn't qualify for a that. No, Mm. true. I remember the days of that man Shearer. Yeah. (laughs) When he used to score a goal. Anyway, uh, it was a lovely day. It was my first too hot of the year. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah which is always a bit of a milestone. Did you go long-sleeved or coach driver? Well, I went um, in, a, in a jersey. What? Um, and when the farmer came out, he was absolutely <laughs> furious. <laughs> <laughs> now, I wore a jumper, um, thinking it can't be that hot, but it was properly hot. But, uh, again, this is another th- reason I think you'd like Sudley, mm. Emily. It was the home of Catherine Parr. Oh, lovely. One of the wives. The, the sixth wife yes. of Henry VIII, in mm. fact. She um, was the clever one. She outlived, oh, really? um, outlived Henry. Yes, she did. Num- a number six. So popular, they actually retired the number six shirt <laughs> after she died. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, she had four husbands. No. Did she? So everyone goes on about Henry VIII being, like, you know, mm. a bit of a... Hey. Yeah. But, um, People give him a very hard time. They do. He, he always put a ring on it. Yeah, he did. Um, yeah, or, I'll say or that an axe him. through it. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on what mood he was in. But it was um, it was very... Four husbands, all married to Catherine Park, too early in history to be able to do the um, I'm feeling a bit under par oh, joke. Oh, I was thinking of four I mean, over par. Yeah, I mean, on. but how, how frustrating not to be... I mean, obviously, they didn't know that they, it was a gag, a gag they couldn't do. Mm. Can I just say I'm loving your Tudor material? <laughs> Thanks. There's plenty, there's plenty more of that. I, I, I got deep into Sudley Castle. It was, uh, it was lovely. I'd recommend it for a day out. Take the kids! <laughs> I, 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 they haven't given me anything free, by the way. Not yet. No. So got a pen... No, honestly. It might be a brick. A brick in the post. Absolute. 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 Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Who was the best wife of Henry VIII? That's this morning's texting. <laughs> on 8, 12, Well, 50. you see people always go for Anne Boleyn. It's so obvious, That's the only one it? they know. 
Well, mm. th- this is it. This is it. I'm a, I'm an Aragon fan. Oh, okay. I won't lie. See if I. Yeah. She was, um, she was the first and the best, in my opinion. Oh, she, she was, was a fine see, woman. I don't know the order. I'm not good. Is there, is, is there a m- n- mnemonic to remember oh, the six wives in order? Well, yes, there probably is. Well, I'm sure one of our be. readers will text yeah, in. Yeah, that'd be a good... I'd, I'd quite like that up my sleeve, up my historical sleeve. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We've heard from Mike. Uh, morning, lovelies. I went to Sudley Castle when an infant... Sudley. I think it's Sudley. Sudley Castle when an infant. I got bitten by a donkey. That was my childhood. That is all. Mike... <laughs> He's bounced back though, Mike. He's joined in. Yeah, he's, like uh, he, he's, uh, he, he's still put together a nice little text, <laughs> despite that. Um, <laughs> despite the donkey Eeyore, bite. Eeyore, Eeyore, always. <laughs> so remember that, Jack? <laughs> yeah. oh, but, well, oh, speaking of Jack, on, on the Catherine Parr um, front, do you, um, have I ever told you about uh, that? I heard David Frost, when I was a child, do a joke on the telly. Yes. And he said, Marmite, hopeful par. Do you get it? No. Hang Mar- on, leave it with me a second. I know this isn't great radio, but I just need to think about it. Marmite, hopeful par. Marmite, hopeful Hope. par. No. This is a bit like when someone explains a cryptic crossword clue, isn't it? It's not- okay. Well, mar, as in m- mother, m- mother mar- might, 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 hopeful par. So he's hoping that marmite. You, you oh, hopeful par. Yes. Okay, I understand it. Do you understand no. it, Alan? No, Alan. Oh, oh God, no. this is this is the worst radio I've ever done. <laughs> but anyway, I'm not sure about uh, Marmite. That. That, that so mother, mother might in, in, uh, agree to the physicals. Oh, got hopeful you. Hopeful yeah. father. Hopeful par. Oh, I mean, yeah. come on. I mean, come on. It's a um, bit like a magic eye picture. I couldn't hear it without the double R on par. Okay, I understand. Well, um, so I, t- I, I had this similar prop. I heard this joke and I got it immediately, even though I was eight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was you were very an- was advanced old. with the comedy, weren't you? I was about 16, to be honest. Okay. But even so, I just got it like that. And uh, you you had a lot of time on your hands to think about these things. You weren't cleaning your teeth and doing stuff like that. That's true. Uh, My cousin came round and uh, I said, here's a joke for you. (laughs) Um, Marmite, hopeful pa. And uh, he went, (laughs) 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 I said, you get it? He said, no. I said, Marmite, and I went through the same process I went through with Alan Cochran. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I said, Marmite, my, 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 and he went, ah! <laughs> and he promptly laughed, and I thought, great. And this is absolutely true. I was in the pub that night, and I was, mm. I was playing darts, and I, he was sitting to the right of me talking to this guy, and I heard him say, here's a joke for you. And I thought, oh, brilliant. He said, right, Bovril, <laughs> hopeful pa. <laughs> and the other guy went, ha, <laughs> 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 just went so wrong. Everything went so wrong. Anyway, um, Frank, if Sudley you don't Castle. mind me saying, you know, you do have previous, you do have form on this. Mm. You don't like it when people don't laugh, no, but I you don't. That. You get even angrier. Remember that time when you told a joke and you got angry because you said you told the joke incorrectly and they'd laughed. That made yes. you even angrier, oh, yeah. didn't it? Yes, that's true. I'm a difficult man. <laughs> not to that. <laughs> but anyway, Sudley Castle. I love a castle. I think I might have a turret syndrome. <laughs> oh. I preferred the Bovril one. Yeah. It's not going well, is it? I've got an interesting fact about Catherine Parr as well about her burial. 
Oh, well, yeah. I can't wait for that. Okay. Trail it, trail it, and then um, we'll get have, more that's, listeners. That's what they call a teaser in okay. the business. <laughs> People thinking, oh, I'm just going to get to work, but hold on. Let's get the Catherine Parr uh, burial stuff. I want to miss out on that. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. We've got some Welcome news back. In. Oh, have we? Yes, you've got a Henry VIII mnemonic to remember the um, wives. Fabulous. Mm. I can use that practically in life. If I bump into David Starkey mm. in maybe one of those outdoor smoking places you get in public houses. Oh, yeah. Morning from Laura and Mark. Oh, I don't poem. So it's Emmys for... Oh, sorry, I thought that was it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh. Just... Hold your horses. Okay. Poem is divorced, beheaded, died, divorced, beheaded, survived. Not much mm-hmm. of a poem. No. And then we have all boys should come home, please. Hold it. All. Uh, 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 Catherine of Aragon, is that? Yes. Yeah. Boys. B- b- um, go and help me. But Anne Boleyn. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> so it's surnames, initials. So you could probably work it should all out from is there. Jane Seymour. Yes. C mm-hmm. is Anne of Cleve. Shall I do this? It'll be quicker. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Catherine Howard is um, come. As Cleves... At a home, sorry. Cleves Please, Catherine ever, Parr. Has Cleves ever become a colloquial term for cleavage? <laughs> no, but I like the way you're talking about her like she's a footballer. No, if she was known as Anne of Cleves. Because <laughs> she's got a great cleave. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. She I might have been. It would work. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's re- that's brilliant. What's it called again? I'm going to write it down. Good boys should come home. All boys should come home, please. Don't do good boys should come home, or you'll get different wives. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Too late for Garber. that. Garbo. All boys should come home now. No, please. <laughs> Sorry, please. Why do you keep getting it wrong? <laughs> I, I just, I told you, know, you I want to inject a certain immediacy into this now. <laughs> Don't linger. I hate it when they linger. So, um, yes, it was uh, when she was, uh, when they found her, um, she's buried there at Sudley Castle. Oh, yeah. When they found her... Was uh, that the last husband then, Sudley? Must have been, I would imagine. Maybe um, some earl or something. He was called... Uh, oh, earl of Sudley, maybe. Uh, I don't think maybe. he was. Okay. Anyway. Steve? Steve. <laughs> Steve, Steve. Steve Sudley. Uh, Steve Brookstein. Maybe. Yes, Steve Brookstein. No, that's oh. from somewhere else. John? Anyway. So they found the body and this bloke um, prized the lid open and t- cut a bit of air off and she was remarkably undecomposed. This is uh, a lovely story. <laughs> but when they reburied her, the, the two grave blokes were drunk and they, they put the coffin in upside down. Oh, no. oh it's a Which shame. Is all, that's always bad. No when that, next time they opened it, she was, she was stuck to the lid. <laughs> and I don't know about you, but I hate it when that happens with a queen. I mean, they deserve a bit of respect, even uh, mm. post. Um, yeah. Post. Um, Mortem? Mm. Mm. Yes. Post Mortimer. <laughs> she probably was. So there you go. And that's, an, that's nice. Catherine Parr, ladies and gentlemen. But she's the only <laughs> queen. But <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's a turn that's just been on. <laughs> Catherine well, Parr, ladies and gentlemen. She has it away. <laughs> she has just been on. I felt the spotlight was on I CK this felt, morning. Felt the need to, e- to MC her. Irritable yeah. Anne Boleyn. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just amble in. <laughs> there was a see-through maze at Sudley Castle, a maze in which you could see exactly where you were going. That sounds rubbish. Oh, that's a terrible maze, it's for isn't kids. It? You can't oh, put it? kids into just a maze on their own. Sad, that, isn't it? Yeah, but they'll be gone for... <laughs> it's it's not really a maze. It's not really case. a maze, no, but called a maze. <laughs> um, 
Ladies and gentlemen, Catherine Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's a big... There'll be people listening to this who've never heard of Catherine Parr. Now they'll probably go out to the bookshop today and get, um, you, you know... Go straight to the bookshop rather than to uh, Ecosia or Google. Is it Ecosia? Oh, maybe. Maybe they'll... Yeah. I mean, imagine if they haven't heard of Catherine Parr. They don't own a <laughs> smartphone. <laughs> <laughs> so they'll go out and, um, you know, I think we've... Uh, yeah. How am I going to get out of this link? Could do with another Catherine Parr joke, any thought? <laughs> Parboiled? Very good. Oh, no, if, if, if the book could be a pot boiler, but like a parboiler. Yeah. It's, getting, pot it's getting very complicated. What's a pot boiler? Isn't it, um, it's like a... a... Oh, so you use it casually, <laughs> but neither of you know what it means. You bet me sick. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. We've had a text in that at first I didn't know the story. Um, Dear Frank, this debacle about replaying 18 seconds of a football match to put right or wrong, mm. I, I wasn't aware of that story, but apparently they're going yes, to a woman, Yes, a woman's international, mm-hmm. and the referee uh, didn't understand one of the rules. So mm. um, they, instead of replaying the whole game, they're going to replay those last few seconds. Well, um, I, I wasn't aware of that, and uh, I... I, I didn't know, but now... Well, look, it's not my fault! Now, now I get it. I mean, you, there might be a sting in the tail of this text, I don't know. Uh, this debacle about replaying 18 seconds of a football match to put right or wrong, I struggle to think of a similar situation, but after your Marmite joke, perhaps you could do the same. Thanks, Mark in Norwich. Oh, Mark. I mean... Mark? I mean... What, another 18 seconds of Marmite joke? <laughs> yeah, I think that's what he wants. I, you I'm could a, do another 18 on uh, Catherine Parr. <laughs> can I say, it wasn't my joke, it was David Frost's joke, Richard. No oh, longer yeah. with us. Are you going to mock his, um, <laughs> his output? His, yeah, exactly. You people. Frank, you on care. a brighter note, we've had a tweet in from M Knight oh, who yeah. says, I, hashtag. Move, move, Knight. <laughs> who says, I don't think I've ever heard of Catherine Parr before. I'm 35, sent oh. from a smartphone. That's there you it. go. On Twitter, hasn't known of Catherine Parr. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Well, Catherine Parr will be trending by the end of this Google show. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible woman. I think she was the first woman to have a book published in her own name in England. God, you loved this day out, didn't you? You loved it. I like it, he, you know. It sounds you know like what? you read he every sign um, there. He loves a fact. Yeah. I do like a fact. So when I'm on a day out, I'm just thinking, is there a, bu- is there a gift shop in Sudley Castle? Well, is like there... you ever buy gifts. <laughs> In like fairness, in fairness, like about. you ever buy gifts. <laughs> <laughs> well, is there a anyway. cafe? Was there no cafe? I'm usually like, um, come on, kids, look at the signs. I wasn't quickly. there Let's for the cafes. Cafe. I was there for history. <laughs> <laughs> I love a cafe, don't I'm, you? Oh god, I'm all about the cafe on a day out. Cafe in a castle. <laughs> cafe in a castle. I know. I know. Sash. Syria. Syria. No. Funny, I should mention that. Mm. I'll tell you what I've come to despise in all its aspects. <coughs> Siri. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. Siri on the oh, I can't bear Siri. Can I help you? <laughs> Who are you? I, I don't... I've never... I've never actually called Siri since... About, maybe the first week I had an iPhone, I was saying to people... Listen to this, like, you know, look at this, it'll talk yeah. to you and you can ask it, like, where's a nearby French restaurant? Amazing. After a week, I I was bored with that. Mm-hmm. It, it's sort it's of... It's a bit gone. like relationships, really, it, It's very it? like a relationship. It keeps <laughs> calling me, even though it's clearly <laughs> over. It'll come... I don't know what makes it happen, Siri. 
And so I'll be sitting, I'll press something on my phone, and suddenly, can I help you? No! No, I'm Googling John Pertwee. You can't help me. Mind your own business. And it is like that partner that won't let go and keep talking. You don't need to Google John Pertwee anymore. You've <laughs> no, but read yeah. all the John Pertwee, surely. Well, a lot of it. <laughs> you get your Who alerts as well. But mm. it's uh, it's like I wish I'd got Siri's number in my phone, so I, I could not, yeah. you know, I could decline. You can't, uh, you can't delete Siri. That's the problem. Is that true? I've tried. You can't. Oh, no. But I don't, I don't care about him. He's like cable guy. <laughs> is it a he? He just no, keeps... of course he's not a he. Why did you say he's a he, a he then? Mine's a he. Oh, oh, you've got a different Siri. I've got a female, got a female Siri. I wonder if they give females think, a female voice. Do you think you've got a bloke that's pretending to be Siri who's just <laughs> found your number out? Well, he's, he's just been Siri. <laughs> oh, God. All this has been leading up no, to that. Hasn't. Let's it be honest. How oh, did I know he was going to say that? It's it impossible. It totally has. He emailed me on Thursday. <laughs> and I said, got, this is what you have to say. I've got some oh, great Marmite. Siri material. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait I to share with him the, the world. Marmite joke. He still hasn't worked it out. <laughs> oh no! I really, I, I, it must be able to. You must be able to disable it. No, you can't. I've tried. You're stuck Trust with me. Siri. You're stuck with Siri. This is more serious <laughs> than <laughs> I thought. A lot of Siri puns. When yes. did you get that through? Tuesday morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a bit of a late night. Came to me in the night. <laughs> I, I don't know if he's even opened that one. <laughs> Cereal opening it for if you're asking. Cereal. Siri. <laughs> Siri. I could be a Siri. Ooh, kill it. Siri. Yeah. What about if I killed him and now? I'll be a Siri owl. Just play the music. I'll really play some music now. Yeah, it's not that good. Siri owl. I'm profoundly ashamed of it already. <laughs> I think compared to the rest of our output, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 881 has texted us. Morning, Frank. Just wanted to let you guys that's know... My, uh, that's my parking bay at uh, West Bromwich Albion. Is it? It's weird, isn't it? You've One told the world now. Wonderful oh, piece God. of trivia there. Uh, nevertheless, we have to continue with the show and read out text. Okay. Morning, Frank. I just wanted to let you guys know that in settings, you can choose if you want a male or female voice for your Siri. That's from Jasmine, who's 11 years old. 11 years old? Mm. Jasmine. Well, I didn't know that. I, maybe I'd get on better with a lady. Mm-hmm. I, I think you would. I got Boz, my uh, my nearly three year old, to speak to Siri. You know, something to do. <laughs> hour. It, was, it was like th three, third hour in, mm -hmm. thinking of things to do. And he and I said, just ask a question, ask a question. And he went, uh, "How old are you?" <laughs> and Siri said, "Why is that relevant?" <laughs> I thought, it's a child. <laughs> it's a child. What kind of a no Cold-hearted. I think that was my phone. It's specially activated <laughs> uh, to say that. Okay. <laughs> uh, we've had a text from Paul from Nunhead who said, Frank, I met John Pertwee in the 1970s when he opened a shop in Peckham. Fantastic. He did a lot of that kind of stuff. Did he? Did he? Pertwee, yeah. Uh, well, in the you? Peckham. I, I just met someone who worked with him on, uh, on Gommage. Oh, yes. And I've been, uh, I've been investigating for anecdotes. It's a joy. What a joy it is. So what, what other bank holiday activities did you get up to? I went to a bird sanctuary, if, that's what, if you want to know that. Oh, all right, Alan Partridge. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and um, it's quite difficult because Boz is a little bit 
scared of the birds when they're out and about, because like, they're not in cages, they're, they're walking about the paths. It's their sanctuary. You probably shouldn't have shown him that Hitchcock film, so you're... <laughs> no, that was a mistake. But I mean, like, the big ones, the peacocks. Yeah, the birds well, of prey. Are, they are massive compared peacocks to... Peacocks aren't, are they? No, they're not, but I thought you meant the birds of prey by the big ones. No, I don't they let the birds of prey out. I, I wouldn't like him taken away by a tawny. <laughs> mm. Um... But um, I, so I have to. It's one of these places. This was a place called. Um, it's actually spelled Prinknash, but I believe it's called Prinish Abbey. Okay. And um, so I had to feed uh, these birds out of my hand to prove how safe they were. Mm. We well, are all right with the docks because they got like a round bill. They scoop. Yes. They yes. basically scoop. They don't yes. have a yes. So that's all right. But the peacock. Mm. Peacock would be handy. Don't you have to pierce the film on a microwave dinner? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's when you wish you'd got a peacock yeah. at home. They're really like a little pin. Mm-hmm. So I have to... Obviously, there's a lot of... Um, you know, they're, they're a bit grobby because they're living a bit wild. And I have to stand there with the flat of my hand with this corn on and let this peacock genuinely hurt me mm. to prove that they don't hurt. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, fine. So my hand, it was like I'd gone over my hand, um, well, I don't know, say with a, with a pin or something, <laughs> of, say a fork. If I'd laid my hand flat and gone over the palm of it with a, por- with a fork right. and then rubbed excrement into the wound, <laughs> that's right. what I came away from there like. Like a steak hammer, maybe. Yeah, oh, that to me is what parenthood is all about. <laughs> what if you've got rabies or something? Well, that could still happen. Mm. I've noticed that my uh, courting ritual already is much more elaborate than it was it? on Monday. Oh, much more. You have got a brighter shirt on today as well. So yeah. Maybe you've gone for the plumage yeah, thing. Yeah, absolute radio purple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And how do you like these uh, dealy boppers I've bought? <laughs> I love your dealy boppers. Sparkly, aren't they? <laughs> what about if I gradually morphed into a peacock? Oh, I'd love that. You'd have to think of a way to, to bring it up. Tell you what, there's a superhero story in this, isn't there? You yeah, the Spider-Man, but there's no peacock no. guy. Do you know that would make my day? <laughs> and, if the, and if there'd been an incident, say a criminal had been flown from it, you know, thrown off a 16th floor flat or something, smashed, he could stand with his back to the crowd, spray the whole plumage out, and yeah. say, Noth- "Nothing to see here." Yeah, over his shoulder, back over his shoulder. <laughs> Dealy nice. boppers catching the light. Um, nothing to see here. Just move along. <laughs> and they say, "But were... what about your beautiful plumage? Never mind that. <laughs> Never mind the plume. Move along." <laughs> Little if you were going to morph, yes. um, I think you would be a very fine peacock. Thanks very much. I see them as, aren't they quite dandyish? Yeah. Oh, yeah, a bit yeah. Llewellyn Bowen. Yeah, there's no are. shame in that. Mm-hmm. I would morph into a chihuahua. <laughs> OK. Can you not see that? No? Mm, <laughs> no, not no? so much. OK. No. I think you're more stately than that. Am I? Oh, lovely. Yeah, you don't get stately chihuahuas. No. Lioness? Yeah, I'll go lioness. I I hate lionesses. (laughs) (laughs) I do. This is orcs, isn't it? (laughs) Why do you hate lionesses? Because the dress code for a lion clearly is main. That's what, you know, that's one of their big badges of honour. Lionesses can't be bothered. Lovely waist, though. No, but they look like beige leopards. (laughs) (laughs) That's the point. Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. 
Text the show on 81215, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. We've, uh, we've received a text from Robin Swanley that I should bring your attention to, and then we'll sashay on. Uh, good morning, Frank and the team. Could I ask what on earth your scriptwriters have been drinking this week, and could I get a pint of it? <laughs> Long-time reader, first-time writer, Robin Swanley. What does that mean? I think the show's been know. wacky. Well, has it been wacky? I, think he, I, I think was aiming for zany. I think that review is the equivalent of, you know when the people come back to see you post-gig and they say, well, did you enjoy it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, Frank, what's the three worst things? Did you enjoy it? What was that thing Another that woman one is, said? Well, you've done it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A woman said to Frank something like, uh, I think you'll have a lot of fun with this show. Or what did she oh, say? She said yeah, something. Oh, it was all yes, you can yeah. say, just FYI, anyone, if you're friends with a comic, just say, you're amazing. Well, that was yeah, brilliant. Yeah. I like. Yeah. Mm. I don't care if they say it with no... <laughs> just, that was brilliant. Let's talk about <laughs> something else. Fine. <laughs> I'll ask you a question. I've always wanted to ask you this. Go on. Oh. May as well do it on air. Why not? Do you think I'm good when I go back? In terms <laughs> of, do you believe me and do I say the right thing? Yes. I, I completely believe that every time you've seen me live, I've been brilliant, in your opinion. Let's leave it there. That is good. <laughs> that is good, yeah. Mm. Yeah, you're good at it. Yeah. Thank you. But that might be because I'm brilliant. I've never <laughs> seen you uh, talking to someone who's rubbish backstage. <laughs> Al, how do you find it? <laughs> 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 Very good. Come Al, on. Al, I'm always good with you as well. Yep. That's Aren't true, I? yeah, yeah. What do you think, Siri? <laughs> See, when you want them. Yeah. Can't get him can't get him up. Can't get him. Um we've also had Hate Lee him. texting saying, Frank, my eight year old son has great pleasure saying to Siri, You are stupid. His reply is, I try my best. <laughs> Thanks, Lee. Oh, I, hate, I hate it when he gets noble, Siri. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Why he can't be taunted, can he? Can't he? No. No, he does it, I don't think he can ever lose his temper. Oh no, he's probably not even got oh, it's a like temper. He, oh dear. He's probably got he's a, a bit tiny born temper. again. Yeah. Siri. Oh, he's Ooh, ever uh, so reasonable. Yes. He's a bit, I've been in therapy. Siri has been in there? Okay. I don't know. I want to speak to you about uh, uh, HRH Holiday Addict, as the uh, Daily Mail have dubbed her. Oh, oh yes. yes. Beatrice, 26, has had 11 money right, Miss no World. <laughs> what? Beatrice, 26? <laughs> What's her surname, Beatrice? Beatrice, um... She's the one, can we just establish, she's the one that turned up at William's wedding looking psychotic in that hat. No, I love that. Yeah, I love her. her. And her sister. Yeah. The, the um, royal family rarely come into contact with the avant-garde, I think it's fair to yeah. say. So that yeah. was a brilliant... I See, I love those sisters. I do. And Ferguson. Would her name be Ferguson? Probably not, is no, it? No, York. Probably... York, darling. Oh, that's, Beatrice. She's actually called Duke Beatrice of York. York. Yeah, it must be. Brilliant. Of York or York? No, York. Oh. Like William Wales. Oh, really? Mm. Oh. Um, see, Charles mm. wears exactly the same stuff he wears... What he, his outfit, like his jacket shirt, is what he wore when he was twelve. Yeah, it's, he hasn't changed his look since he was about about twelve. He basically wears suits that look like he bought them during the abdication crisis. I always think that he wears dead man suits. That's what it looks like. It looks like he's <laughs> like those Oxfam suits. I like that though. If you think of how much time he's getting rid of that he could yeah. be wasting on, like you know, t 
clothes websites yeah. <laughs> or, or, or walking he around. Got, he hasn't got any well, spare time. No. <laughs> no exactly. So busy. Every so, second so, counts. So busy. Frees up a lot of time for him to write angry letters to politicians yeah. and to, mm. like, talk to his plants and do his other hobbies. Like, I don't think he does that anymore. You don't? Not know he's got Siri. <laughs> Do you know what I'm loving about the show this morning? It's what I'm going to call it the ADHD show. Because we're not staying on one topic. <laughs> and I quite like that. No, no, it's a bit still... like an evening with me. No, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in uh, yes. Beatrice. Beatrice's holidays. She's been yeah. on how many holidays, Al? 11 in six months. Mm. Um, and the Daily Mail are making quite a lot of that. <coughs> the, two the and a half same. a month. Well in, done. In her defence, yeah. it's a very fine line, isn't it? Working and being on holiday, if you're a member of the royal family. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you've said, oh, I've just done the two weeks in Kenya, oh, it was it? It was a nice, oh, it wasn't holiday, it was, it was work, right? You know, I watched some children dancing mm-hmm. and I shook hands with four people. <laughs> it was work, yes. So I, I, mm, I she probably right. doesn't know. It's a fine line. Most of those holidays she's perfectly unaware of. Also, when you're friends with people like, who's the steel magnet? Uh, Lakshmi Mittal, I believe his name is. Oh. He seems to laugh, doesn't he? <laughs> he's a steel magnet. It's, it's like Peter Euston off with those anecdotes. Yeah. Lakshmi. Does, he doesn't do aluminium. <laughs> That's what you're wondering. <laughs> he's got the yacht they all go on. He's very attractive. <laughs> the steel magnet. Yeah. Unless you don't like him, in which case he repels you, yeah? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does that as well. I wouldn't let him near my wristwatch, let's put it that way. <laughs> I, I don't mind her going. I'll be honest with you. Good I look, don't. Good look, what's the point of being posh if Frank, you're not going to have 11 holidays in six months? If I was that rich, that's what that's what I'd do. Well, what I else is she going to do? What, what's, what do they think she's going to do? Chocolates on your pillow every night. Hello. Yeah, but oh, yeah. That's, let's not get into... <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's the trouble with holidays. <laughs> what stays on holiday, etc. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. So Beatrice, Mm -hmm. uh, Princess Beatrice York, we think her name is, who who holidays quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, Plenty. uh, She was doing a job, though, Frank. Mm Mm-hmm. She was an intern, wasn't she? What is that? What is an intern, really? I mean, what? I d- you must have interns, do you? In yes, style. we do. So what they do is, it's, it's, a f- it's work experience, essentially. Uh-huh. Is there a magazine called Intern, which is about <laughs> uh, the bird world? Oh, there should be. Yeah. That's a great idea. Um, so, yeah, the idea is that you're learning on the job and you're getting experience. So mm. are they paid? The- yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, think it, I believe it's illegal not to pay them. Mm. So we definitely pay them as far as <laughs> okay, this show is okay. concerned. Okay. No, we do pay them. But she gave up her job in January. I, I like the idea of handing in your notice. She flew back from St Bart's to hand in her notice That's as what an I intern. Really liked. She came all the way back yeah. and then she went back. Well, she, out what, to St. She was Bart's. in hospital. Where is St Bart's? <laughs> um, is it uh, Caribbean? Caribbean island. I've yeah. never heard of that before oh, in my life. Posh people go. St Bart's. Yes, yeah, that's the name of an island. Yeah, no, you've never posh. heard of it. Look how I much money been... you've made. You should be there all the time. Are you crazy? <laughs> if I had the amount of units you'd sold <laughs> for that three lines, I'd never be off. Metal Some bird bar. in the sky. Well, <laughs> honestly, I I'd been be holidaying. St Bart's, but only the A and E. I don't think you go abroad enough for a man of I'd, your means. I, you know what? I, I'm not a big holidays person. You're not? No. You're the opposite of Princess Yeah, when I, when, when I read 11 holidays in six months, I thought, oh, God, mm. rather her than me. All, all that packing and unpacking, she, she must be exhausted. Having that thing in restaurants having to say, what is there? What is this? Oh, is that a oh, oh, No, but what is it? 
I find that really... I hate that. Yeah, just imagine how often she's at the Bureau de Change <laughs> all that time. Well, there are places in Spain, Frank, where you can just get British food. There's big signs outside. <laughs> no, they I look like that. I don't want to go cats. there either. But I do. I don't I like dread. the foreign muck, is I, essentially what you're no, saying. I'm, not, I'm happy to eat it if I know what it is. Oh, I don't Ambassador, wanna, you're spoiling us. You know, I don't want to order a French horn <laughs> when I'm trying to get a cheese sandwich. <laughs> that's that's the, the thing about it. It's, uh, I, honestly, I find that so stressful. What was it like in yeah. the 70s? <laughs> anyway, if someone said to me, you can never go on holiday again, I'd, I'd get over it fairly quickly. I'd end my life. I really? can't, oh my god. If I had her money, I'd never be off TripAdvisor. That's all I'd be doing. <laughs> you think she's going on TripAdvisor, no. <laughs> reviewing her parents' £13 million ski chalet? That's funny. I don't, I don't envy her at all. Don't you? I, I used to watch those Bacardi rom adverts when I was a youth. Do you remember I, those? Yes, but I love that <laughs> that's your story. only touch point for hot, exotic holidays. And I used to think, oh, look, it's too hot, it's too hot. <laughs> and who wants to talk to those people in their linen suits? <laughs> I don't, I, I'd hate to be with the people. Jimmy Carr was on one of the holidays, imagine that. Thanks. <laughs> a joke. Um, He's paying her, wait, oh no he isn't. What no, about Frank? What about Dave Clark, the boyfriend? Is he the one from the Dave Clark Five? He's no, old I believe he's no longer with us. Grandfather. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he works for Virgin Galactic, which is handy. But then he's going to switch lover jobs. Of a holiday. Virgin Galactic. Yes. Oh, so he could t he could literally fly her to the moon. Yeah. Well, not literally, but in close. What about when I sat next to Richard Branson at a dinner and I asked if you could go on that spaceship? <laughs> and, you... and he said, "Who is he?" No, he didn't. He knew who you were. I think. Mm, pretend, but he has to pretend <laughs> a lot. Mm. What? Yes. What did he say? Um, no. Said, uh, no, he didn't say no. He didn't say no. He said, "Oh yeah, okay." Mm. Well, is that a yes? That doesn't yeah. sound like I don't a yes. Know. I thought I'd stand up in a court of law <laughs> when I try and get a ticky. Anyway, you have to have three days weightlessness training, and it costs <laughs> about four hundred thousand. Yeah. Oh, I mean, no, but I'm imagining I'd get a comp. That's what I'm guessing. <laughs> God, since you had that pen. I oh, know, it's just going complete. Where's Eugenie when all this is going on? Anyway, it's all gone a bit horn and cordon. Well, she <laughs> is working, isn't she? She, is. she was on, that was one of the holidays. She's working at an auction house in New York. <laughs> I, bet she, <laughs> I bet she's pushed to the limit <laughs> by that job. You often see her in the background on Homes Under the Hammer, actually. Yeah, passing yes. those Vermeers around. You will. Homes Under the Adam, Hammer and Sickle come the glorious day. Yes. <laughs> Well, I, I I don't remember which is which, but I like I like to think of them as a, as a as a double act. I think it's mm -hmm. a shame they're doing so much separate work. I don't mean Horn and Corden. I mean that Eugenie, oh, Eugenie and, and Beatrice. Um, yeah. Beatrice, yeah, yeah, exactly. I always thought they were nice girls. I don't begrudge them a holiday. Well, Stuff I they don't. have to put up with. Oh yeah, like right. You know that other breakfast shows get to go on holiday? They do the show from, like, Australia and New York. Do they? Mm. How come we only go to the George Formby convention in Blackpool? Well, they've asked, they've asked me. That's, that's the only one I've said yes to. <laughs> I think holidays for me is like eating salad. I'll do it if I have to, but I know I'm not going to love it. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Where's Charlie gone? It's all gone a bit Princess Beatrice. <laughs> um, Charlie's gone for coffee, I should say that. We yeah. sit here like... Like the last days of the Raj. Parched, aren't we? 
Yeah. Um, I uh, I've had a bit of a um, uh, a blast from the past this week, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. I I was given by my mother a certificate from <gasps> not not one not good, two good son certificate. But, but no, I, I wish. But twenty five years old certificate this is, and it is in Shotokan Karate, oh. which I used to do quite a lot of, and it's. Um, it really it, it isn't the um, the black belt one. It's the one before that. It's the brown belt called you, you, First Q, the K Y U. What's that for karate? Oh, it's it, not Dan then. No, that's when oh. you get to the black belt. But the the Japanese have a system which I didn't realise. But it's um, it's oh, not I knew just the in, Japanese had a system. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I didn't realise it wasn't just martial arts. They have uh, like levels of attainment called K Y U Q. So you can I know like, that Q. You could work up to First Q in tea ceremonies or flower mm. arranging or oh, whatever. Kew Gardens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very good. Yes. Um, and so I've got my... I found this 25-year-old well, certificate. So it, but it is a martial art. It is, but, yeah. yeah. but you have it in judo well, as well. So, so you, 25 years ago, you were at brown belt level. Yeah. Could you kill a man? No. No. Can I be honest? I, was a, I was a white belt. You were a white belt? Yeah. That's it's the first a, level. It's quite a, it's quite a self-important little... Uh, Certificate. My name is spelt incorrectly. Alan. Alan uh, Cochrane. Uh, and it says, upon recommend of all faculty members, British Shotokan Karate Association hereby confers first cue. Careful with the accent. Alan Cochrane. And was, uh, was straining, it's dying, dying to go into it. I was doing it. my best not to. But it made me realise what certificates have I got in my life? I don't think I've got. I think I've probably had like two more since then, and they've both been driving related. Really? Yeah, I don't think I've got any. Well, what about? Really? I mean, I've got my degrees. I've got so many. <laughs> Can I just c- You're in a case wash. anyone didn't get the plural? Oh, I've got my degrees. <laughs> You're, so You're a wash with them, aren't you? Oh god! You've got that many that you have to. You got a whole full scat file, haven't you? Well, I've got two real and two honorary. Have you? Yeah. That's like, good, isn't like it? Bosses, aren't they? Aren't well. <laughs> well, the two real, I'm. You know, I'm. Pl- the two on. I mean. Do you want to know what I've got? It's a dirty word, isn't it? Honorary. It mm, is a little bit. Mm. That's why why Anna Blackman never married Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> I've got so many, Frank. Have you? Certificates or yeah. degrees? Judo white belt. Uh played for piano, fifty uh-huh. metres, road safety badge. I'll tell you the one I'm most proud of. Honestly, this is true. I've got a certificate for opening a champagne bottle with a sword. What? That is absolutely true. I'll that bring it in. Sh- it's called savouring, and I got it in Mauritius. That excellent. Mm. That makes me feel like a loser. That I've only got <laughs> that one, and you know. Well, maybe... I got one uh, arrived in the post for climbing the monument in London. The monument is a. Um, it's a monument to mm. the Great Fire of London. Right. Something like ten people died in the Great Fire of London. Strangely. And apparently more people have died jumping off the monument, (laughs) (laughs) celebrating. (laughs) But I got this thing um, congratulating me on climbing all the stairs to the top, even though I'd never done that. You hadn't done it? No. And I realised it was Lisa Tarbuck had done it as a joke. She'd gone up, she'd (laughs) climbed it and put my name on the... (laughs) (laughs) I went through... um, She also once... Um, sent me a letter on. I didn't know it was from her. It was on a hotel um, um, news, on hotel writing paper. What do they call it? Note paper. Yeah. 
and it was a letter from the manager thanking me um, if for, during the fire mm. I had um, entertained the um, all the guests as they had huddled on the car park, <laughs> frightened and alarmed in the cold. I'd done an impromptu concert <laughs> for them, something that had never happened. But it's a <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're regular Steve Penks, you two, aren't you? <laughs> well, it was uh, the laughs never stop. I don't really know, but it was very, very. Uh, Enjoyable things to get. <laughs> a little confusing, but isn't life? You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Uh, we've, we've had a text, uh, dear Frank and team. Re Allen's certificate. I think the word Q K Y U is pronounced K O. Oh. Mm. Coincidentally, my youngest son is taking his black belt exam this afternoon. Good luck to him. Right. Good luck to him. Let's hope that he's in full health, unlike me when I sat my brown belt <laughs> whilst suffering from horrendous diarrhoea. True story. Oh. And I think I may have discussed this before, but when you have got diarrhoea, the last thing you want to do with your day is to publicly perform high kicks in white pyjama trousers. <laughs> no. I, think, oh. I think we can no. all agree on I that. Remember, Alan, this is I mean, horrible. remember Mel C told me that, <laughs> that same thing. <laughs> I played in the... I had to do my snooker certificate when I was uh, 14. And I um, I left brown on the bottom cushion. <laughs> <laughs> um, Why? Um, I've also uh, <laughs> got a little bit of um, Cochrane update. Oh, I can, can I just, I've just remembered oh, yeah. another certificate Have I've you? got. I got one from the Umbrella Hat Society. Do you remember oh. they said this? Yes, yes. You yes. did! I'd forgotten about oh, that Oh, I was so well. proud of you. Yeah, well, there aren't many of us that still believe... A lot of people have dismissed the umbrella hat as some sort of gimmick. That's true, mm. and I count myself in that group. Yeah, well, I don't say you people. I, uh, I would like a first aid one. That's some. That's been on my to-do list for all my life. Oh, I've got one of them as well. Oh, St John's no. Ambulance. I'd like a first aid certificate. I think I'm doing a bumps and bruises course. In I'd the like future, to be you know? a, a fire marshal at Absolute Radio because oh. I think I'm good in a crisis. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know where Hive is. If I was. Um, martial arts person like you I'd do first aid because yeah, you're, like, yeah. you're able to get, lose your temper destroy someone and then heal and them. then think oh I feel a bit bad about that and then yeah. you can bring oh, them back that'd be good yeah. Yeah. yeah the healing hands but I did it me and me and my girlfriend went and did a uh, one of those courses life saving courses mm -hmm. and I've got a certificate to say I can do it I can't remember one damn thing we did <laughs> All I have to do is just fan them with the certificate. Yeah, collapse. that's the trouble, isn't it? Once you get that knowledge, with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. You might have to actually rescue somebody. Also, the, the, well, it was soured for me because at the end of it, the man gave us a. I must have told you this. It was like an oval, like a polythene oval thing with a hole in it. Oh. And I said, "What is that?" And he that said, "That sounds rather tawdry." He says, "It's." Uh, it's a tramp mask. So if ever, he said, if ever you had to give a tramp uh, the kiss of life, you wouldn't <laughs> want to put your face next. And I thought, oh my God, is that what? Well, judge you not. We're all God's you were borderline children. tramp once. Yeah, but I wouldn't mind uh, nozzling up to any uh, tramp if they were if, <laughs> if I could help them in any not way. Not the first time you said that in your life. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and there's not much room in those cardboard boxes. <laughs> Especially when the others are standing around going, Why, buzz it, buzz it, buzz in a circle, and the <laughs> lights of the brazier flickering against his haunted face. We are still on air, aren't we? Oh, still sorry, we're still on air. <laughs> God, sorry, I thought I'd press that button. Skinner, Dean, and Cochrane. Together, The Frank Skinner Show.
Absolute Radio. I've also been travelling a lot by uh, by choo-choo train. I'd say in the last three weeks, I've got mm. loads of trains. I'm like I'm I'm like Beatrice in many regards. I'm always I've on always the move. I've always thought that. Um, I don't I suppose mean, the, she the got readers many can't see your hat this morning, <laughs> <laughs> but it is bizarre. <laughs> I'll tell you something though. She would not do well on rail travel. This is something I have noticed, and I'm not anti-posh. Some of my best friends are posh, but are they? Yeah, some friends have got a posh, but the very posh really do not seem to thrive on public transport by rail. They just, it seems to perplex them, they get a bit confused, they can't work the doors to the toilets, they How dare you? stand looking like they're pressing the wrong bit of the wall for the button to get the door open and stuff. You don't notice this, they just no. seem a bit... Oh, I don't know how to get. They seem a bit like that. I heard a young couple, and I had to stop. I had to move seats because I was laughing out loud at them. They were saying things like, "I mean, how much was that? It's only a one bed, isn't it? I think it was nine hundred and ninety thousand, but Steve paid one point two mil." And you think, oh, shush. But that's the joy of trying. That's why I don't understand the quiet carriage thing. I mean, just listening <laughs> I'm just to other people talking is such a joy. I'm really happy for someone called Steve that he's got 1.2 mil. Yeah, maybe it wasn't Steve. It might have been mm. far, Giles. Far, or maybe yeah, Giles. it could have been. Maybe Piers. It could have been. I also had um, a very, very minor fracas. Clark- oh. Clarkson-esque fracas. It was so over money, wasn't it? There was, um, well... <laughs> I, tell me if if what I did was... I bet it was uh, over shortbread. The free shortbread. No, I'll tell you what it was over, Frank. <laughs> he was trying to sit in first class. Tell me if what ticket. I did was wrong. There was, um, there was a very small queue at Manchester. A queue or a quahol? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, OK. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and there was a woman in front of me who was waiting for the like there's different machines uh, the Virgin Trains machine where you wh- where I wanted my ticket from mm. and there were some smaller machines next to that right. so this woman was waiting and there was a gentleman standing right in front of the Virgin machine not using it just looking through his tickets and looking at his wallet and I thought oh he's probably going to buy another ticket that's why he's still there even though he's not using the machine and then he kept on and he's just looking at the stuff so eventually. I tapped him on the shoulder and said, excuse me, is there a reason you're doing that there? Are you about to use... The-? I might have said, are you about to use the machine again? Uh, that's what I meant, was mm. are you about to use the machine again? His response was, don't be so nasty! <laughs> <laughs> Why are you being so nasty? And I said, well, I'm, I'm not being nasty. Can um, I say I love him? He reacted very badly But to also it. tapped on the shoulder by a black belt in karate. <laughs> he didn't know that, do I? I don't exactly know, but he felt it. Do you do tapping at all? Just tap on the shoulder. Yeah, <laughs> it was a very small... I've told like, you before, don't get involved in fights. You look handsome at the moment. I don't, um, I don't get involved in fights, and the black belt in karate was from 25 years ago. <laughs> so how did you yeah, resolve it? I um I decked him. No, no, on. I didn't. Uh, he walked off <laughs> saying, what? "Don't be so nasty." <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, I just thought I wasn't being nasty. I said, "Oh, you should see me when I am nasty. I'm horrible." That was the end of the conversation. Well, it's an odd, uh, odd approach to take. It was an odd contretemps. Yeah. 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 I was, uh... I would have found that irritating. What, me doing I, that? Yes, I would have found you irritating I only had, instance. like, a three-minute turnaround to buy a train ticket. Tapped on that's the not shoulder. my problem. It's the tapping on the shoulder, though, as well. Yeah, it's the tapping. Yeah, yeah but it, I just thought, oh, he might say, I'm about to buy another ticket, in which case that's fine. But if not, then you can move away from the queue, can't you, and let people in. But I think there's a general sort of etiquette. If you tap someone on the shoulder, you always go to that padded bit at the seam. <laughs> Oh, you don't, go, you don't go straight onto the bone. I went quite high neck. Like, no, quite, you see like that? Like you were, you're, you were a <laughs> half an inch away from a Vulcan death grip. That's what I was aiming for, really. Yeah. God, 
He's probably worried that you was a, uh, you were a commando. <laughs> I was um, going commando. Oh, yeah, congratulations. <laughs> it's always good on a train. Let, let, you know, open the window, let the air get in. <laughs> oh. That's what I say. I was on the Euro... Um, what's Star? it called? Yes. Eurovision. Euro, Eurostar wasn't on Eurovision. <laughs> I'd love it if you were on Eurovision. <laughs> Can I you imagine was, uh, representing the UK? I mm. was on... The, it could happen. Mm. I still dream of a, of a Bond theme. Mm. Uh, I... Uh, I was on Euro thing and I got on with my girlfriend and there was a bloke sitting in the seat I booked oh, yeah. for her. Oh. And I said, uh, I think you're in her seat. He said, what do you mean, her seat? There's many seats. And I said, uh, <laughs> I know there's many seats, but this is the one I've booked. Well, just sit somewhere else. And I said, no. No. We won't be doing that. You'll be sitting somewhere else. Excellent. And he said, I, he said, I have been travelling on <laughs> trains for 35 years. This has never... I said, what, what, what did you miss your stop? <laughs> and there was laughs. You did material. You I didn't got, do material. I got, I got laughs from people in the next <laughs> carriage where the door was open. Because <laughs> it was such a, And I was... He was... After that, of course, he was finished. He was, he was, he was wiped he was out finished. by comedy. So there's no need for <laughs> violence, kids, if you're listening. Comedy, that's what sorts things out. Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Um, we've had an email in, and you've been talking about unfortunate incidents on trains, and mm. one of our readers has had such an incident. Hi, Frank, Em and Alan. I have to relate to you an unfortunate incident arising from listening to last week's podcast. I was on the train to Leeds from London listening to the podcast when Frank mentioned a website called Women With Large Jaws. <laughs> Naturally, I thought I would take a look and started to enter it into Google. Just at that point, I heard a female voice asking if I would like something off the trolley. I looked up to see an attractive young trolley hostess and said no thanks, but realised she was looking straight at my phone where, I'd, where I had just typed Women With Large. <laughs> <laughs> I could just tell from her eyes she was thinking filthy creep. I yes. wanted to shout out, no, you don't understand, but it was too late. Worse still, as I got off the train, she was standing by the door. I had to hide my head in shame. That's from Mick. See, I'd have, got, I'd have typed in IQs while she was there. Oh, oh nice. well <laughs> yeah. done. Yeah. Well, that's unfortunate, because the Jaws site is um, strange, but completely respectable. Completely? It's, well, it's women with big jaws. Where's mm -hmm. the harm in that? No, no. Yeah, but what were you looking for when you got there? <laughs> I'll tell you Come what I was on, looking for. who types that in? I'll tell you how I got there. I'd had a slight... I lost... Sure I was. I lost... Um, a, I thought... This sounds Ma such a lie already. <laughs> You've Madonna taken too long to get that. I thought I... Uh, I thought Madonna wasn't in that... What's that little Bad News Bears, little league thing? League of... Oh, go, league of Their Own. Yeah. I thought that um, she wasn't in it. Someone said to me she was in it, and she was in it. But Gina Davis was also in it. Yes. Oh, yeah. And on the Gina Davis bit, it, she was listed in the um, Women With Big Jaws website, so then I went oh, there. Oh, I see, OK. Madonna wasn't, but Madonna was in it. I was. How wrong. long did it take you to come up with that story for Kathy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I was looking at Women With Big Jaws, OK? <laughs> Get over it. It was a miss. I'm actually putting women with big drawers. <laughs> <laughs> it was a 1950s um, Google <laughs> search engine. <laughs> was it Ask Jeeves? Uh, it, it was Ask Churchill. <laughs> 
You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8 a.m. on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the Southeast on 105.8 FM. Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. I'll tell you what we haven't mentioned this morning. This is one of my favourite stories. This Burma. is one of my favourite stories, Frank, Country this formerly week. known as Burma. Do I sound a bit Sky Newspapers? No. Um, this Chinese man, Mr Yuan, from Changsha, um, in the Hunan province... Yeah. He got into some terrible trouble this week. This is the car crash, man. Well, yeah, he ended up in hospital. He had a car crash and 17 girlfriends turned up. It's like you in 1996, Frank. Can you say that? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the moral of this story, I think, is... Well, uh, first of all, they didn't know about each other at all. Not at all. Not Um, at all. But why uh, did the doctors... Were there 17 different doctors? <laughs> Surely after you contacted one, you wouldn't keep contacting the well, others. Well, did they contact them? When they said that the they f- contacted his loved ones, yeah. mm-hmm. how did they get these 17 names? Has he got a, a loved ones Is he the most um, thorough form filler in a ever? When he says <laughs> next of kin or who to contact in an emergency, does he get out He's got like 17 Rolodex out and goes, OK, I liked, uh, what number one. one. Of them said, she said, uh, I started seeing more and more beautiful girls showing up i couldn't cry anymore i was no. like me at london fashion week <laughs> <laughs> well i'm and me yeah it's uh and me all right <laughs> but how did they also if you knew you were on that roller deck thing you, you oh. really want to have a look at the running order absolutely you, <laughs> yeah i, I bet I number know. one's still fine with him probably siri spelled the beans <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking for his girlfriend i have 17 <laughs> names thanks siri how did he find the time, 17? Oh, honestly. Is it called that's Siri? Two, that's two and a half a day. <laughs> Is it called Siri in China? <laughs> Thanks. Sorry. Sorry. Um, a, that's a perfectly reasonable question. 17 girlfriends. Could you handle that, Alan Cochrane? I've got so many books unfinished that I just I couldn't imagine that level of time management. I just Where's his spare time? He must be I constantly... If you think, that's nearly two and a half women a day. <sighs> well, that's it. I don't know how you could... Uh, what do you Lots think, Frank? Well, you know, the Chinese, they invented gunpowder and fireworks. They're thrill-seekers. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it was all about. I don't know 17 people's names. How can you remember them all? Yeah. Wow. And that's three names each, remember. <laughs> Is it? Uh, yeah, that's 51 names he had to. Yeah. Good on the arithmetic there. Oh, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> in get, the list. You get Siri to do that, do you? <laughs> no. Um... <laughs> I knew a man once, he was seeing two women, and they were both called Lindsay, a man I work with. Oh, that's good. He said it just makes it so much easier. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. And one fella as well, called Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was seeing Alec Lindsay, the former um, Liverpool defender. Oh, yeah. Nobody got into trouble, I'm afraid it backfired, because oh. he got a phone call once, and the secretary, as we called them in those days, picked up the phone and she went, oh, hi, Lindsay, he's just gone to meet you at the train station. <sighs> oh. oh. Wow. Oh. But she got fired. Yep. He'd have met a good Mormon. Mm. And I don't say that every day, though. Mr. Juan. Yeah. This guy. Juan, I think, I believe you pronounce it. American that. comic called Ray Hanna told me that he lived next door to a Mormon. They were very, very strict. Mm. And that the Mormon said to him um, that they were, they were so strict that they never had the physical standing up in case it led to dancing. 
Is that right? <laughs> I really hope it's true. I mean, in the non-Mormon culture, it works the other way, doesn't it? Dancing can sometimes lead to the... Well, it? Yeah, I think that, you could argue, is the basis of the joke. Yeah. Good night. <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. The um, the Chinese man who had the car crash, though, mm-hmm. I should say to him that um, things might look bad now, you know, post-car crash, but I had a text only yesterday that said, and I quote, £3,886.41 is waiting for me oh, uh, yeah. for the accident I had. They've someone I had, sort, I think, virtually the same text. Yeah. Yeah, I think mine was a little lower figure, but I think I was probably less... I think mine was a worse accident. I mean, it's yeah. so bad, I don't even remember it. <laughs> I've just blocked it out. What about when you were driving someone and he was criticising your driving and you said, oh, to be fair, I've got more to lose than you? <laughs> I mean, awful. Yeah, that's not something I'd ever say on air. <laughs> well, too late now. I think mm. you did about four weeks ago. Did I? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is there anything I don't say on air no, anymore? No, not a lot. Okay. <laughs> swear words, but other than that. I don't do swearing anymore. Really? No, not really. Good for you. Frank, how much was your Just amount for? Just there's any kids listening, I'm trying to be a good mum. I got model. it. My oh amount my was God. for £388,641. Is that yours as well? Three three thousand eight hundred ninety-six pounds forty-one. That's what I That's had. That's weird. Oh Isn't it weird? We've both got the same. Have you sent your bank details yet? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I so I'm still waiting to hear from them, but I'm hoping it's going to come well, through. Well, I mean, I think they're rushed off their feet. I feel <laughs> shortchanged. I think I was in like the high two thousands. That's not. <laughs> that's not right, is it? That's that is almost what? the bridesmaids. You'd think as they're making it up, they'd give everyone (laughs) the same amount. (laughs) So different individual. I tell you, I've I've been hoaxed this week, by the way. On that, have you? What happened? Topic pranked. I I bought an app. Well, I bought an app. Yeah. Um, Oh, well done. Thanks. I might I might send you a photo of this actually for the website. Oh, why you not? Have a lot of apps, don't you? You're one of the most high app users that I know. <laughs> yeah, but are you? More apps if I look at my apps, like I've got, um, I'm just looking at this page now. I've got um, Suzanne, oh. which is a collection of Suzanne paintings. Oh, I thought it was Suzanne. It was going to be one of those car crash stories. <laughs> no, that no, lots of women were going to turn got, up. Um, a tale I of love two that cities. He's got Suzanne. <laughs> I've got the Tale of Two Cities app. Which right. is the entire text of the Dickens... Oh, everyone's um, got that. That's like Angry Birds, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Then I've got Samuel Johnson quotes. Mm. Yeah, who doesn't? Who guide. Mm-hmm. Um, That's the Doctor Who, not the Who. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, that it's, I, I'm, I'm, not at the t- I'm not at the Angry Birds end no. of the app. Thing. Have you got Candy Crush? I don't have that, no. Okay. I always sit like this. <laughs> 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 but what I have got, which I... Which I bought into this week, one pounds forty nine. Which in app, in the app world, mm. is big money. Don't yeah. talk to Al, and he never spent money on an app. He likes the free ones. Yeah, well, um, this one I paid for straight out. I didn't go through the temporaries. I went straight into the one forty nine. Mm. It's called Poetry News Updates. What? Lovely. What have you had then? Um, that's what I've had. Oh, he's just showing me a blank page. I've been signed on for nearly two weeks. Oh, There has been no poetry news at all in those two weeks. To be fair, most of them are dead now. When you signed up for that, did you think it was going to be news about poetry, or...? what else would it be? What did you think it was going to be spotted, Shelley, in the Arndale Centre? No, I thought it might be the news in poetry form, so, you know... 
If it was... Well, to be honest, at this stage, I'd be happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> what it is, is I paid one forty nine for a blank page. Yeah, They're but that's because it's poetry, it's all existential. They're probably no, trying to work out what to rhyme with election. That no, could get but, blue. Um, <laughs> I mean, come on, missus. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it was supposed Ladies to be... Ladies and gentlemen, Catherine Parr. Like, poetry <laughs> news. It was supposed to be, you know, what's yeah. happening in the world of poetry, and I thought that would be interesting to know about. Well, what sort of news were you expecting? Well, for example, who's won so-and-so prize, where uh -huh. someone is speaking at the moment? What, yeah. £1.49 to find what, that out? What's what wrong with Google? Well, I didn't Macmillan get that. Is doing... <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. It hasn't even... And I'll tell you what I hate Can about someone it. someone raise their voice even higher? <laughs> Yeah, but this is what I... When I switched to this page, I can't, I, can't, I can't get down. I can't get down, I'm trapped. <laughs> this is what happened to Pasquale. <laughs> <laughs> it, it does that thing, it... Um, what You know when the little thing goes round? What do they call it? Rendering, is it? Oh, oh the rendering. It does that. Yeah, buffering, it, buffering, it, buffering. Here, here comes the news, here comes the news. <laughs> Nothing. Oh. Page. You'd think it'd say you know what? Like Roger, Roger McGough appearing on Radio 4 this evening, that sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Poetry, uh, yeah, poetry, please, on I like Radio 4 tonight. Yeah. Someone You've basically been conned, I'm afraid. I like that someone bothered to set up a con and it was sent in around a poetry app. Yeah, what kind of con <laughs> man thinks, I know, I know what I reckon's a few quid. What about if we invent an app? What do you think, <laughs> Jeff? Uh, poetry news update? Got it in one! <laughs> Got it in one, Paul. It's probably the same people that did that diamond heist. This was number two on exactly. their list. Poetry yeah, news app. Yeah, well, well, let's face it, we're not making enough from poetry news updates. <laughs> so you fancy a, a diamond job? It's <laughs> <laughs> so strange. What kind of a scam? Kind of a scan. That's what I oh, wanted to know. Mm. Skinner. Dean. And Cochrane. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. Got some. Uh some email poetry news for you, Frank. Oh, uh, yeah. John Cooper Clark is supporting Squeeze in an upcoming UK tour. <laughs> <laughs> P.S. You owe me £1.50. <laughs> 49. <laughs> John Cooper Clark! He does all the That's voices. Yeah, he all does the all the voices, ladies and gentlemen. Great hair as well. Mm. Marvellous. I need to talk to you about my week. I've had quite an action packed week. I've got a lot to report. Firstly, I went to the zoo. On bank holiday. That's where I was on my bank holiday. Oh, so I was getting... Uh, with my nieces. I was getting pecked and um, doing Catherine Parr research. Mm -hmm. You were at London Zoo? Yes, London Zoo. London Zoo. Never been. Is it good? Oh, is it good? Not really. No, it is good. Is that, uh, there's a four-year-old and a 13-year-old, so it's hard to find the what, common the ground. No. <laughs> oh, OK. But I oh, felt okay. this was a good thing that they could both enjoy. Yes, they love they love the animal world, kids. Yeah, yeah. And I decided to invest in the fast track tickets. Oh, because you know I love a VIP entrance. Throw money at the problem. Even well, at the, the fast zoo. track tickets. Let me tell you, they're only three pounds extra each a ticket. Mm. You could have got two poetry news update <laughs> apps for that. Per person. <laughs> two blank pe Yes, per person. Mind you, I suppose you were thinking you've got all that money coming after your accident. Well, exactly. £3,866.41p. <laughs> exactly. What's £3 to a woman exactly. like my means? Exactly. Nickels and dimes. <laughs> so you skip the queues and you feel like a proper VIP. Not one person there. What it's are a man the in high vis. But what are the queues? The for the zoo, for the regular zoo. Just to buy the tickets, there's about a two-hour queue. Mm -hmm. Is there? Yes, I bought them online, VIP. 
Anyway, you don't want to know about my the VIP entrance all morning. When you go um, through, did somebody in the queue go cheater, and then <laughs> then the cheaters were just round the corner? No. No, but that would that would have been excellent material, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Catherine Parr. Um, we saw the monkeys first because you got they they do the monkeys right at the beginning, don't they? Do they? I see. I, I would hold the monkeys back. They're the best bit, aren't they? Mm. No, but you see, I think because they're, they're a crowd pleaser, yeah, they, right. they get they lure you in, don't they? Big up, no. We uh, went straight. I'd, I'd have them on the turnstiles. <laughs> <laughs> we went straight for the monkeys. I lifted the four-year-old up. She said, "Stop lifting me up." Okay. Which I thought was a bit ungrateful. You're not supposed to hold them against the bars. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing I found most depressing was her obsession with the farmyard animals. I don't know if oh. you found this with the junior cockerels. I don't know if you found this with Buzz. But, you know, I had to say to her at one point, the obsession with the pigs, that's what she said, can we see the pigs? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's camels, there's all sorts going on. Not I, very I broke, eventually. I said, I've just spent 30 bucks a ticket. <laughs> I'm not hanging out with the pigs all day. The pig shouldn't even be in the zoo. No. Well, that, that should be in a farm. 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 They had a fight, terrible fight. They were going at each other. The what, pigs? The pigs? Yes, it was oh, awful. Oh, well, that, that makes it different. That's different. <laughs> oh, yeah. If they had pig pig fighting... But 30 <laughs> quid a head. It was like a Birmingham pub. It was awful. 30 quid a head for pig fighting sounds like a bargain now, you put it like that. Birmingham pub, uh, pig fighting, and, and you eat the loser. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a great, it's a lovely day out. I said to her, she said, I don't like them fighting. I said, do you know what? I said, it's fine. I said, do you think they'll make up? She went, no. I don't. No. I think she's probably right. It's a nice... Uh, it's it's a sort of flip side to Peppa Pig, isn't it? Yeah, Watching they Watching two mud-covered, hairy oh, yeah. boars. Mm. I say boars, boars. Going at each other like that. I spent £15 on a tiger. She played with a stick she found on the ground. This is what happens with these children. Yeah. It's a toy tiger, I'm guessing. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was. Oh. You can't buy the animals. Not that price. Everything's got its price. (laughs) If you went in there and said, "I'll have how much do you want for that giraffe?" I think if if it was a real offer, Mm. it would Uh be considered, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mm. I mean, what what kind of money? Can I tell you? I think stick your neck out. Um, (laughs) I bet they deliver. The gorillas, though, very overrated, Frank. Do you think? They just sleep. It was like watching Britain's fattest man sleeping. (laughs) Well, that's the problem with zoos, is the animals are not... They don't always join in. That's why I've gone Join in? Zoos. I've never seen such lazy specimens. They no, might what? have been thinking it's a bank holiday. <laughs> they should have done... Elvis's manager, Colonel Tom Parker, used to do a thing at the fair called um, the Dancing Chickens. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And it used to be a hot plate covered in sawdust. And they Ooh. used to stand on that, so they used to jump up and down because it was so hot. Yeah. I think if they had, like, one under most of the animal things. <laughs> I, yeah. um... We'll Stop gonna, from sleeping on it. We're going to get texts and emails about that. No, well, my actual thing <laughs> is I, w- I think I'd probably abandon zoos. I used to love zoos, and I went to Berlin Zoo, and it was so depressing. Why the animals, was it depressing? The animals all looked like they were imprisoned. Mm. One could argue that they are. Yeah. Yes. And I felt, afterwards, I just felt unclean. Mm. Well, I'd, I'd been in with the pigs. <laughs> Someone had to separate them. They'd have killed each other. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I need to tell you what happened on Tinder. Are you familiar with Tinder? Is that the um, the dating app? I'm thinking of Grinder. Carry on. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, Tinder's the, the straight one. Although it's, I believe gay people ilk, use Tinder as well. Do they? Yeah. Isn't it? Well, I think a lot of gay people go on Tinder if they're looking for a, um, uh, an LTR. 
long term relationship well, exactly because okay. oh, grinder okay. tends to be more for the mm. for mm. the casual mm. hookups mm. str short term romance <laughs> lovely yeah, word for it. it uh so i helped a friend on tinder this male friend of mine he was interested in a lady he was swiping you see that's what you do on tinder frank you just say yes or no swiping is not right a euphemism they, yeah they just move along no I, I it's harsh that. though isn't it because you were thinking it was a hot day just based uh. on one photograph that's it yes or no I think that's fair enough because people put their best photo on, don't they? Yeah. Everybody's got one good photo. No, people touch them up as well. They like they go on Photoshop and make. Depends how it goes. <laughs> He'd seen this girl. She'd swiped him, so yeah, she'd expressed interest based on his photograph. Good start. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Good well, it's a great start. So I said, "Look," he said, "I don't know what to message her." I said, "Let me help you. Mm -hmm. I'll, I can take care of this. I'll compose a message. I'm very good at this kind of thing." So I spent a while. He said, "You just write it and let's leave it to you." So I didn't really know what to say, but I think people are so sleazy on these dating sites, mm, yeah. and it's not nice. And I thought, why don't you just try a more traditional approach? So I said, I'll write it. So I said, I think you look really nice in your picture. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's all. I think that's quite a nice message. Did she text back, what's your first language? No, she never texted <laughs> back at all after oh, she really? got that message. And he's very angry with me. And he says, I ruined it for him because I made him sound like a weirdo. I don't mm. think you should have put in your picture in block capitals. <laughs> 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 if someone messaged you that, wouldn't you think that was nice? I think you look very nice in your picture. He said it sounded a bit weird. Um, I suppose it, it, it's got a sort of, uh, it's like Hemingway-esque. <laughs> it's got a sort of simplicity to it that's mm -hmm. a bit worrying. I think. I, admit with the, the, I think you're right, Alan. It does sound a bit like English as a second language. <laughs> Okay. But, you know, look at my dating advice. Leave one direction. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that hasn't gone so well. Mm. What else? What else about your week? Well, um, I've got a new bedtime drink. Okay. Vodka. No, not vodka. What are you on? That's more, you of on? A, more of a breakfast thing, I find. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've discovered the best thing for me to drink at the end of the night, and it really it actually helps me get a good night's sleep, is a glass of Lucozade. What? Yes. No, it An can't energy be. drink. Right before bed. But that's sugar. I know, it? but I don't like my levels to drop. And I like to talk all night. Do you have very I don't like to be quiet. Dreams. I don't like to be quiet for a minute. What, during sleep? You're, you're I just talk to... I just like talking. Oh, and I Chatting away? Yeah, I just chat away. Wow. Sleep's such a waste of time. There's so much I've got I to say. I agree with that. I do agree with that. If it's I a lovely get, pick me up. I could sleep down to an hour. Don't you have a little bedtime drink? What do you have? Night well, nurse, I have. Do Night you? nurse. What do you yeah. have, that, that does the trick. I have uh, Red Bull and a double espresso. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm on. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. That's, that, I really find that helps me nod off. I'm going to start having that. The problem <laughs> with night nurse is if I dream I'm operating heavy machinery. <laughs> yeah. It can be quite dangerous. <laughs> Listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. I was, um, you know, when people recommend a TV series to you. Mm -hmm. Yes, you don't like that, though, do you? Well, we often do, and well, then we get slammed down. Sometimes mm -hmm. it can be a learning thing. It's always good to learn from others. Really? I was in the bookshop uh, recently, and uh, the lady in there said, "Have you ever read Vikram Seth's The Golden Gate?" A novel entirely writ, written in poetry. Oh. And I said, well, I didn't know about it because uh, <laughs> <laughs> my app's not working. But anyway, I bought it on the strength of her recommendations. So what about that? Mm -hmm. Lovely. It's good. Anyway, um, so... Can I give my love to Mrs Seth? 
This, well, old Marcel. <laughs> so this, um, it came from two different sources. They said, you've got to watch this. You'll absolutely love it. It's, it's brilliant, life-changing, etc. So I tuned in. It's it's a Sky um, program. Mm-hmm. It's called um, The Jinx. Yes. Jinx. Do you know it? I watched the first episode. So I thought, oh, I'm all set. So I, I sat down to watch it, and, and Kath's very excited because the people who've recommended it is Kath. Who, uh, people we should who, say this isn't a drama. It's kind of a documentary. Yeah, about exactly. Somebody, isn't Kath, it? Yeah, yeah mm. Kath. Um, mm. These Procedural, are people yeah. whose opinion Kath values, so she mm. was very excited to see it. So we sat down. Starts off the dragging a, a, a torso. At oh, the, that was one of my favourite bits. At the river. Right. And then some um, bin liners with stuff in. <laughs> Rick-a-brack. And I said to Kath, I'm really sorry, but if, if I watch this, I'm going to have nightmares. How old are you? I honestly can't watch it. Is to the last time I tried to sat, sit down to watch this, uh, a sky fortitude. thing, it was fortitude when there's yeah. a polar bear bites somebody's leg off in the first mini. Yeah, what they need to learn is the art of preamble. Mm. Yeah, there should be um, not preamble in, <laughs> <laughs> but there should be. I mean, I think. Torso in the River, episode two at the very early. There's got to be... Get, get people in. There's got to be a ramp to the torso, hasn't yes, there? Yes. Yeah. Just like a version of having the monkeys as soon as you get in the zoo. It's it sort is. of like, whoa, mm. here we go. It is. You don't want the torso cage near the turnstiles. I it's a bit of a spoiler. Right. I'm fine So I, I, I said, I, I, I can't... It'll give me a nightmare. And mm. she said, oh, but, you know, I've been told it's brilliant. And I said, well, look, you watch it. I'll go to bed. I can't cope. And she said, no, 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 we want something you want to watch. Oh, like, oh, don't you love it when women do that? Yeah. <laughs> Cricket. So I went to bed and I did have a, a dream about murder. Oh, yeah. Now, the dream was slightly different. When you make of this, I dreamt that I'd killed someone mm-hmm. and only Kath knew <laughs> that I'd killed them. Right. <laughs> but she absolutely insisted that we went to the police about it. <laughs> oh. And I was saying, look, why... I'm not going to kill anyone else. <laughs> I hate that. I love your confidence yeah, that you're not you, going to kill anyone else. Why? Think of the, think of the hassle yeah. of going to the police. Just was paperwork. Absolutely insistent. Oh. Do you think that would happen in real life? Would she make you go to the police? I think she would. Well, funny you should say that, because <laughs> I, did, I did. I killed someone at a fair in... Um, <laughs> In 2002. Yeah, but that was a hell's angel. She's never actually gone to the police, but every time we have an argument, it's it's hanging over me. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like the sword of Damocles. Yeah. Which I think there's a new version of uh, that coming out in uh, iambic pentameter, but I haven't had, the news hasn't come to me. <laughs> <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. I was asked a question by my uh, nearly three-year-old oh, yeah. this week. And I, I was looking forward to the question stage. You know, he's, ask, he's at the asking question stage. So mm. I thought, yeah. I've got an answer for everything. You and I'm, care- I'm caring. All right. You know, it'll be an educational thing. I'll enjoy that. I'll enjoy the role of, uh, of, of mm. teacher in it all. Yes. So um, we were in the bathroom and he said to me... Um, did he say, why did you say bath? No, he didn't say that. No, he has said similar things. He said to me, what, what colour is the mirror? Oh, oh that is Lovely tricky. question. That was tricky. That's Definitely. very poetry, app, isn't it? It is, but um, 
I couldn't. I come. I said, "Well, if you hold a red thing in front of it, it's red." If he said, "No, yeah, yeah but what colour is the mirror?" Mm. I couldn't. Oh. Um, I had to change the subject. Yeah, they can really hurt your head. Those thoughts, can't they? So, if anyone knows what colour the mirror is, let uh, us know. I'll send you a picture of it. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, we've we've had an email entitled "Unfortunate thing to happen on a train." Um, is this did about we be a, reading this? Is it about a derailment? No, this <laughs> question earlier. Okay. You know, so it's just a subtle way of putting it. People being daft <laughs> on trains. Hi, I was sitting on a train once and my attention was grabbed by an old lady with a box of Tic Tacs. She was tapping the box at the top trying to get one of the sweets to fall into her other hand. This mm. went on for some minutes with no sweet issuing forth. Then she tapped the box at the same time as the train jolted, which caused every single sweet to come out of the packet. Quite unfortunate as she then spent the rest of the hour-long journey trying to put all the sweets back into the packet one at a time with her shaky hands and the uneven train. Oh. By the way, I would have offered to help, but if you've ever tried putting Tic Tacs back in their box, you will know it is very much a one-man job. Hey, and yes. also, you don't want someone else doing it. No. I wouldn't be no. happy with she that. She doesn't want a stranger We've pawing a- at her Tic Tacs, does she? No. I, I went um, from Birmingham to Crewe once. Oh, on congratulations. A good story. I, I 34 train, mm. and I drank a bottle of Perno. <laughs> You did not. A.M. I've never had more leg room on a train. <laughs> Unfortunately, I couldn't use my legs, so I was wasted on them. Oh, so a little God. tip there, if you don't like overcrowding on trains, you're a regular commuter. I'm so glad I know Frank 2.0. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the poetry app, Frank. Yeah. Oh, someone's, the, uh, uh, someone's texted app. us about this, 576. Frank, you signed up for poetry but got blank verse. Oh, that is good. That is good. I go. was hoping then you were going to say, oh, you haven't pressed the ooh-ooh button. No, you've been ripped off. Oh, OK. Yeah. But if I'd pressed the ooh-ooh button and then loads of poetry news had come through in a great big gobbit, that would have been exciting. Well, if anyone out there knows about apps mm. and things... Yeah. Can you help me out with poetry news updates? Because um, it can't. this can't be it. <laughs> Is this it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. So, uh, what does um, Leah say of Tom of Bedlam? He's man but this. And that's what I'm asking about the poetry updates. Lovely Uh, inclusive quote for the end of our show. I think so. Uh, I I only read next adverts, which have been the least professional thing I've ever done in my life. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. No, exactly. Yeah, there was that... um, there was that runner in Wigan. <laughs> oh so my anyway, God! <laughs> the, um, Just finish it. Yeah, let's finish it. So thank you so much for listening. The good Lord spares us and the creeks don't <laughs> rise. We'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.